Subclasses. I mean, if Arcane Archer is any indication, then the next one's gotta no. suck, right? Yeah, they're all so bad. They're Every all bad. subclass has been so bad in fighters. So I mean, far. so far. So, I mean, what's the. So let's talk about this boring one from the original handbook. So, Ugh. we know original handbook, all the classes are really bad. So really bad, boring. They have the Battlemaster for the fighter. Battlemaster? Isn't all insane. fighters masters of battle? Like, yeah, come on. Right? This guy can't be good. So third level, all you're going to get is something called combat superiority. That's you're, it. That's all a, you're going to get. Did they just uh, put Battlemaster? No, hold on, Eric. I, I, not all. That's all. Sorry. You're also going to get student of war. So you gain a proficiency <laughs> with the, an artisan's tool. Of Whoa! S tier. Hold on. Full S tier. Now, artisan's <laughs> tools? You mean calligraphy? You're welcome. Uh, so, just so you guys know, 90% of my checks are calligraphers' tools checks in my campaign. <laughs> 90%. Most of what we go through is yeah. dealing with that. Anyway, combat superiority, yeah. You get to learn maneuvers that are fueled by your superiority dice. We mentioned this a little bit when we went over uh, the superiority technique, basically, in the fighting style that you get a level yeah. one, which if you're going this subclass we had mentioned, yeah, probably you're choosing it's that at level visible. one. Because yeah. it's just adding in, it's just feeding into your subclass, which is already so strong. Uh, and you're going to gain these things called maneuvers. And we'll have to go over all of them, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, because there's so many of them and they're all so kind of good. Yeah, and you get to use one maneuver per attack. Uh, you gain three, you learn three right at level three, and you'll gain two additional. Two additional, not one, two additional at each of 7th, 10th, and 15th levels. So yeah, by 15th, so you learn, kind of you learn nine. nine. You have nine of it. It's a crazy amount. And we had mentioned these are pretty close to being spellcasting almost. They're, like, they're you basically your spell slots. Yeah, yeah, they're basically your spell slots. So you'll have four uses of these spell slots, by the way. You have four superiority dice, and they're all D8s. The one from your fighting style is a D6. So don't get confused. Different, different dice. Because, yeah, if you're using that, which you probably are, you'll have a D6 superiority dice and you'll have four D8 superiority dice. It's expended when you use it, but you'll get them all back after a short rest. And you'll gain short another rest. dice at 7th level and one more at 15th. I know. So and you don't have as many of these. This is the thing that makes Arcane Archer wild. is because they already said you get more at 7th and more at 15 for battle yeah master. like how did arcane archer not get just be like did they think 2d6 when one of these is a d8 like they're just like <laughs> whoa whoa 2d6 that, that's wild on some of them yeah so we already hear that the numbers are wrong and this is the first iteration like i don't get it like this this came yeah. way first like this came before version. everything else uh saving throws off of these maneuvers if there are any is going to be eight plus your proficiency plus dex or strength either one your yep. choice. Pretty cool. Not many things give you that option. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was... Maneuvers, honestly, let's go through the rest of the class. Just yeah, let's go through the class first. Let's go through the class first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seventh level, you'll get Know Your Enemy. <laughs> it's kind of odd. <laughs> if you have to spend one minute observing or interacting <laughs> with a creature outside of combat, 
And then all you get... I mean, sure, I'm not like, doing... No combat's ten rounds. Oh it's like, oh, God, by the way... So <laughs> random. All you're going to get out of this is one thing that the DM's going to tell you. Two of the characteristics of your choice. Of the strength, dex, con, armor class, hit points, class levels, and fighter class levels. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get to know two of those things. How do you use this, Eric? How, how are you supposed to use but, this? Uh, also, so if you spend four minutes talking to them, do you just learn everything? Everything about them? I guess so, yeah, because you could just say, I'm going to know your enemy. I'm gonna, Yeah, and you just choose a different yeah, thing. It's not like it's limited, right? Yeah. You just be like, give me if they're better. It's so like... I don't know how your enemy's giving you this much time. I mean, that, that boss fight has to have a lot of preamble, baby. Uh, yeah, it's definitely like... Oh, there's like a... I'm used to like walking in, the dragon's there, and he's breathing fire in you already. You know, it's like roll for initiative. He's there. Exactly. I, I don't so, know. I haven't spent a minute interacting with my dragon. This is... Yeah, there's no dragon involved. This is basically like, ooh, we're, we need to gain information about like, like oh, the, the, the mayor's been kidnapped, but there's like a fancy dinner, and we're going to take the place of the attache of the mayor. We're going to have a dinner conversation with people <laughs> we, we think. But it's just like... But it doesn't give you the information you want. It's also like, if the person's, if you know the person's a spellcaster, like, yeah, they're going to have lower strength than you. Yeah, they're going to have <laughs> higher intelligence than you, and lower armor class. Yeah, like, are, none of that matter. Mark, you can't get intelligence. You can't get that score. Oh, Sorry. that's only, absolutely you right. You only get strength Dexcon are the three scores you can get. <laughs> I totally forgot! It's basically, basically, you walk in so somebody weird. in the gym, and you're like, I can bench more than this guy. <laughs> that is exactly what's going on here. Yes, that is 100 percent what's happening, dude. My just, my my 40 time. Everything. If I was in the NFL Combine, I'd totally be in the 40. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all that's happening here. So I have no idea how to use this. I don't think it's so funny that the total class the levels, if any, matter. that's not how NPCs like work. <laughs> this is just like this fighter is class levels. <laughs> This is how weird this class is. Uh, None uh, of the class matters, which is how OP these maneuvers are. It doesn't that matter. None of the class I'm going to be totally honest. I played a lot of Battlemaster Fighters. I totally didn't realize this was part of the class. Yeah. The, no, and matter. you won't. And you'll never use it in your own campaign. And like, so, and the rest of the class, yeah, 10th level is boring, but it's important. Uh, improve combat's your priority. So those dice turn into D10s. They were D8s, yep. now they're D10s. Kind of like a bard. Like a and then they'll become D12s at 18th. And then finally, Relentless 15th level, similar to the Arcane Archer that we saw. If you have no superiority dice when you roll initiative, you'll gain a dice back. So it'll give you a maneuver. Which for this class, you obviously need, because it sounds like, I mean, this class is 1,000% dependent on these maneuvers. Yeah, it's all of these maneuvers. And I think, honestly, about. this class is probably pretty bad. If you are in a situation where Relentless triggered, ooh. Yeah. If you run out of superiority dice, you probably aren't that good anymore, honestly. I mean, you're just a normal... You're just a base... You're just a fighter. You're just yeah, a fighter, you're just, dude. You're just a fighter. Um, yeah. But you get four of them, so at, at level seven, you have five? Like... <laughs> well, you're, yeah. you're... Again... Five, five and plus... A six, right? A plus a six because of the thing. I, and also... Plus, again, I almost feel like... It, it, it and also, there's a feat that like, style, you can take right? Your maneuvers are so important. Style that gets you the superiority um, thing. 
There yeah. is a feat as well that people usually tack on. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those classes which it's like unfortunate though that that's the way you have to build this class. And it, and it is an S tier class if you're doing all that, but you have to do that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of how it goes with a lot of S tier classes, right? It's like there's a right way to do it. We figured it out. This is the way to do it. Do that. It's the best thing we could do. Yeah. The, the superiority depletion thing, you. You lose them faster, but they're very impactful. And because you come back at short rest, it's just like... Yeah. It's like, you you might as well use them anyway, because you know, oh, we'll be able to... At the end of every fight, you're going to be like, hey, can we take a short rest? And at level yeah. 10, like, you just get yeah. You just get short rest whenever you want to. You just, you're just pushing. Unless something crazy. That's though. why I'm almost saying, like, yeah, you you don't want to get to the point where relentless triggers. Then I know, you're, you're yeah, you're like, wrong. something like, has gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, like, this is not good. If this is important for you, a cool story going to happen. And you're not going to be good in that fight. Mm-hmm. One superiority is not going to make it's it. It's not going to not going to happen. not going to do it. Let's go over these battle mastery maneuvers now. Holy crap, this list is long. We'll try and get through them as fast as we can. We're going to start, and this is in alphabetical order, with Ambush. Uh, whenever you make a stealth check or an initiative roll, you can expend a superiority die and add it to the roll. So that's obviously insane, because you can add it to initiative. These superiority dice we stated start at D8. Yeah. You add an 8 to initiative. And the best part about this is it's also stealth checks. So you can just be like, oh, checks, yeah, super cool. I love that they added that. That's so insane that the yeah, like not only initiative is like one of the most broken things to add in plus eight to, yeah, but also stealth comes up all the time, all the time. And like when you're not in the uh, combat scenarios, to have that in your pocket as like, and it could be stealthy. You're like almost as stealthy as a freaking rogue here. Yeah. In there. Like, Imagine somebody gives you like guidance on a stealth check or something. And so, so honestly, uh, the thing that makes Battlemaster maneuvers so like overpowered is that n- almost none of them use your action economy at all. Action. So you're yeah, already no doing a stealth check because some you're hiding in a closet. It, yeah. Like, some so, of them do state it. But. Some of them do. Uh, but they, the, a lot of them, as one would come, they'll, they'll come with additional bonus stuff. We're just like, oh yeah, I love the um, but like you're already gonna make a stealth check because you're hiding in a closet waiting for somebody else to pass by, and you're like, uh, okay, I'll use one of my five superiority dice to roll yeah, the eight. Ooh, I rolled a four. I got a plus four to stealth. That's like my proficiency bonus. That's better than my proficiency bonus. So now I rolled higher than the rogue did. Um, and yeah, this one in particular, right? Yeah, initiative rolls. Initiative rolls are oh. insane. You'd always Boom. do that. You don't have to use an action for it. Didn't t- mm. take up anything. It's just like, nope, I get to go sooner. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, bait and switch is the next one. When you're within five feet of a creature on your turn, you can use a superiority die and switch places with that creature. Provided you spend at least five feet of your movement and the creature is willing. This movement does not provoke opportunity attacks. Roll the superiority die until the start of your next turn. You or the other creature gains a bonus to AC equal to the number rolled. This is also kind of wild. This is a crazy one to use. Yeah. You can't, like, immediately looking at this, you're like, I I have no idea when that's going to come up. Yeah, it's just like, (laughs) I understood understood all the words you just said. I don't don't know what's going on. Like, there's no way you're going into every combat and being like, dude, bait and switch, obviously. Bait and switch. This is what's going to happen right now. Yeah. But, so... Weird one. Basically, 
So, I don't know how um, often I choose it. Um, it's super cool, though. There's somebody in Critical Role, Orem, who's played by Liam, who, who uses uh, episodes that I watch all the time. So basically, the thing is like, oh, your wizard or sorcerer is there in combat. The monster comes up to them, hits them, and then now they're kind of fucked because they, they only have a D6 as far as um, their hit dice. And they're like, oh, what did I? Sure. So you run up to them, bait and switch, put them out of combat, let them run yeah. away, and now you have like a plus five to AC. Yeah. Oh, right. And you give it to yourself, and you're now in front of the monster. The monster yeah. Obviously gets You've attack. effectively cast shield like for free, and also in the process save of your saving your wizard attack. or sorcerer or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, yeah, you can see where this is going to be really good. <laughs> and like that yeah. scenario alone is like wow. It felt like you did like two spells in one because you <laughs> like you like almost effectively misty step them away. You cast shield on yourself, and and and. This is all to say, as well, Eric, none of that required an action or a bonus action. Yep. It just required five feet of movement. You just said, hey, can I move? I'm going to roll this dice. <laughs> okay, cool. I did two spells. Okay, So you can good. do all of that, like that whole scenario where, yes, it saved their lives, it boosts your AC, uh, and now you can still attack. <laughs> and now you're like, now I'm going to attack twice, action surge, attack two more times. It feels like you have three turns. Like, <laughs> it, it holy crap. And then you can action surge because and, you're a freaking fighter. Like, and this is this is from one of the maneuvers that you're just like, well, what is that going to come yeah. up? Like, well, it's pretty right. narrow. You're like, but what uh, it does, you uh, did like three spells. And it doesn't uh, prevent. This is wild. This is wild. Yeah. It's crazy. This, this is awesome. We're on the second maneuver and we're already like, holy crap. Like. Mm-hmm. Dude just gained three turns of advantage off of one superiority die. Like, yeah. No attacks. Wow. Done. Nothing so used. Nothing used. No action economy used. Uh, Brace is the next one. When a creature you see moves within the reach of uh, your melee weapon you're wielding, you can use a reaction. So this one does use an action economy. Does use action economy. Spend a reaction and, and a superiority die to make an attack against the creature. If the attack hits, you're going to also add superiority die to that uh, damage roll. Yeah. So pretty simple one. Pretty simple. Um, there's a it just gives you, what was it, Sentinel feet, basically? Polar Master. Polar Master, okay, yeah. I know it's one of the two, yeah. Yeah, so Polar Master it does the same thing, except doesn't do the, the extra damage. Um, this one is good, because it essentially gives you an extra thing to do per turn, if you're just sure. standing there. Like, yeah, you don't... Yeah, well, a lot of these sound like it seems like a lot of these are going to use allow you to do things out of turn order anyway. But <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, yeah, exactly. And but the the downside is is you can use the brace attack. You roll yeah. your thing, and then you just miss in your attack, and then nothing yeah. happens. So, but in like, but in almost any other class, this would be amazing. But in the in the battlefast, you're just like, well, it didn't. It didn't do all this crazy shit that, like, all these other ones that we're going to talk about does. So, it's probably, yeah. it's, it's like, it's it's your, like, third one that you take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this next one is probably one of the most balanced ones, and that's because it, like, decimates the action economy, unfortunately. Yeah. The Commander's Strike. Uh, this relies on you taking the attack action, first of all. Then, it also is going to use your bonus action. Then it's also going to use your friendly creature, so it allows you to forgo your attack and use your bonus action to direct a companion to strike. That companion that you said to strike now has to use their reaction to use their weapon attack. 
Yeah. After they've used all of those things, so you've used your action, your bonus action, and their reaction, they get to use their attack roll, and they do the damage and add a superiority die to that roll. Yeah, this you used pretty effectively because... Um, yeah, I was a bard. I recognized the fact that I you did, like, D6 damage a turn, and my Barbarian was doing 20 damage with a swing of his sword, so yeah, I was like, with I'm gonna let him do 20 damage right. when I'm about to do 6 instead. And yeah. he didn't have many reactions unless they moved yeah, out of his... It, it, it's, his reaction economy was, was garbage. It, it was only gonna come up literally if something ran away from him. And but like, if, I and, was using it on my turn. And you also had a paladin who was like, extra smite. Like, okay, yeah. go for it. Just do your thing. So, th there was a reason. I took this in that scenario where I was a, a, a character. If you're a fighter, you could probably do more damage. If you're yeah. playing a Battlemaster fighter traditionally. I was a bard and jumped into third level of, of fighter just to get here and get some maneuvers. Yeah, I think this will be... Intr this is a very like party dependent one. I could see you doing this if you're like a archer and just be like, "Hey, paladin, take another, take another smite," because we're doing an undead campaign or something. Sure, um, it also might work the reverse way, right? Where yeah. you're a fighter, you have a sword. Well, my ranger can hit that thing 120 feet away. Exactly, that's <laughs> absolutely true. I, like, hey, I only have a sword. Hey, you! Hey, see that thing you're yeah. shooting at? Do, the, <laughs> yeah. do that again, ranger. Go, go hit that. And I, I think I did use that one time. Yeah, you definitely. Way did. early on, we had a ranger in our camp before he died, and we were shooting Please. at things, and I said, "Well, I can hit that, but you can. But you can go ahead and take a longbow shot. I'll do it. commander strike it. Yeah, yeah, but so I did do the like you said, it's very like. It's fair, though. This it's, uses it's totally up so fair. much of the action economy. Use your tech action and your bonus, and your bonus action, action. And which is why reaction. this is one that I was talking about um, uh, one of the times where I said, like, technically when you are using an action surge, you're not granted an additional bonus action. Yeah. And this states that you need to use one. But we were saying, like, nah, you're already, like doing your action we'll just forego that extra little time yeah like it, on bonus action if like, you really wanted to do this again you'd be like if you want to use your piece again like at this level at or normal levels you only have one action surge anyway like if you're using your action surge yeah this to again, like right. i'm gonna that's fine <laughs> go for it yeah uh, I love this one I love when they add in stuff like this next one the commanding presence because yeah. it has nothing to do with combat. So this allows you to make intimidation checks, performance checks, or persuasion checks with an additional superiority die. Love that. Yeah, you just get a little guidance you inspire on yourself. yourself. Yeah, with guidance. Yeah, I also love that they put performance in there. It doesn't feel like they yeah. need to, but they just did, <laughs> just for us. <laughs> but I love that. It, it, it'd take a lot for someone to actually take this. And, you know, even with nine choices, I mean, they give you 20. So to choose this one out of there would be tough, but I'd like it. I, I think maybe it should be chosen more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. It, it's so nice to have these ones that don't involve attacking. Because you can just be like, oh, I'll tell you I what, Eric, we can certainly use it in our other campaign where we Jesus have no Christ. one that has any of these checks. Oh a fighter with an ability to add a D8 to persuasion would be amazing. Pretty, just be OP. It would honestly be okay at this point. <laughs> it probably would. Uh, the next one's the disarming attack. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend a superiority die to disarm it. It drops it. Uh, you add a superiority die to its damage roll. They have to make a strength save. 
uh, on the say on a failed save, they'll drop the object. So. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. That's no problem there. Yeah, uh, it, it, it this sounds cooler than it is because a lot of times, just like they just pick it up. I'm, yeah, exactly. They just pick it up, and also awesome. most monsters are pretty strong. That's yeah, kind of how it, it works. I, I think this one doesn't come up that often. Distracting strikes the next one. Uh, whenever you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you spend a superior to die. You add the superior to the damages roll. Very common if you've noticed that trend with yeah. almost all the ones attacking. is like, you're going to add that damage. The next attack roll against the target by an attacker other than you has an advantage if it makes its attack before the start of your next turn. So they should theoretically yeah, get it. Because they before go before. Turn. I don't know why they added that in. Um, I think, that's a very awesome. yeah, it's like they were afraid of holding your action to give yourself advantage, but like... Okay, yeah, I guess that's why when it's going to come up I, is like, yeah, that's a whole, it, it kind of, yeah, keeps See, it from you holding your action for the strike. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. But this is awesome, like giving a rogue advantage just to auto-sneak attack. Yeah, it's your, it, so, and here's definitely where you can see the parallel to a spell, right? This is yep. Guiding Bolt. Guiding Bolt, exactly. Here, here's your Guiding Bolt right here. As a martial character, you just have Guiding Bolt. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. There it is. Uh, evasive footworks. Next one. When you move, you can spend a superiority die. You can add the number to your AC until you stop moving. So this is specifically to prevent against opportunity attacks. But there's much better ways there's to go. The, about they just it. don't take never them. take. <laughs> yeah, just don't. It's yeah, so weird. This, this is, is like, oh, I see what it's trying to do. Like, can it just take a feat that gets me misty stuff? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do that. Yeah, they're so or mobile. Mobile like, feet. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. And also, there's other maneuver uh, maneuvers here that we'll see that will yep. do that. For just you. do that. That'll like, take you away. The, without provoking opportunities acts. Bait and switch was one. Bait and that switch. That didn't provoke, <laughs> provoke opportunities. So, so the, like, uh, to, to, take, um, to take terminology from other podcasts, the joke is is that you are in a mound of people and then you used to run away from them and there are like, you know, there's multiple people that would take opportunity attacks. You'd be like, I'm going to use evasive footwork and run away from these group of five people. But like, Man, there's a there's a lot of other abilities that let you get away from that. Like if you're a Haragon, you just jump. Jump. You just if, jump. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like there's a lot of ways to avoid opportunity attacks. And you don't yeah, need to waste is. your And this is not the best way to do it. You, like, would you take this or just gonna be another one that's gonna come up that's just like objectively better? That's that's what I'm saying. It's um, like there's one that's coming up where it's just just better. Like, yeah. It technically only says one, cre you know, the next one that, that yeah. we're thinking of only goes over one creature, but still, that's like, you know, probably they 80 might just of the miss. scenarios anyway. They might just yeah, miss right, anyway. Right, and it's also like, yeah, am I really going to go through all that? Uh, the next one's the fainting attack. Spend an a superior to die and a bonus action on your turn to faint. I like when they use the bonus. I, th I feel like they should have added probably a lot more of that. They should have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, choose a creature within five feet of you as your target. You have advantage on your next attack roll against that creature this turn. If that attack hits, add the superior to die. So it's it's giving you advantage on your attack. You just uh, get it. You have to use yeah. your bonus action for it. Yep. And DA. Which is totally fair. This is and one what? of those classic ones that if you're a rogue, you take the feet fighting or uh, battle master right. adept or whatever it is, and you take this one. You and you take fanning attack to give you. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. The goading attack. 
when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can use a superiority die to goad it to attacking you. You add a superiority dice to the attack's roll. Yep, as we've seen, they have to make a wisdom save on a failed save. They have disadvantage on all attacks other than you. So it doesn't necessarily say that they're going to be like... I guess theoretically it's supposed to be like a taunt. Yep. But they failed to say like it has to attack you. All they did is like give you disadvantage. I mean, that's enough for the creature usually. If it's smart enough to be like, well, then I'm attacking you. But that is, Yeah, goading attack I think ends up being pretty good. It seems decent. Yeah, seems I didn't decent. say it was bad. It's yeah. It, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I didn't think you were saying it was bad. Like, yeah. because, like, if you're attacking it, usually it's going to attack you. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And it seems a little odd most of the time. Yeah. And, like, and also, like, we already laid out the scenario, right, where if it was attacking another one, it might be worth your time just to bait and switch that. Like, yeah, just bait and switch and let it run away. Kind of yeah. sounds like it's going to do more of what you wanted. But, yeah, I can see we're going to Yeah. Fun. Honestly, most of the going You are relying attack, on a wisdom save. You are relying on a wisdom save. And a lot of it is, like, the DM knows you did a goading attack, so it's going to attack you. And, like, that's the effectiveness of goading attack. He's like, like yeah. man, there's a lot of times where... Again, level ten. Like the monster just has like a plus twelve to hit, and it's gonna hit. It's just gonna hit. It's yeah, just yeah. gonna you hit. Not right. Yeah, it's disadvantage again, especially against a wizard running. Yeah, away, right? like a it's wizard like, with like a fifteen AC. You're just I'm like gonna ah, hit. I'm uh, gonna yeah. hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit you anyway. Right, and that's uh, why I was saying like maybe if the monster's smart enough, like that they'll actually turn to fight. See, you. but if it's yeah. a beast and he's just like ravaging this thing. Just because of a goading attack? Uh, uh, yeah, like... Can I convince it enough? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Do you right, the next one's like, Yeah, grappling strike immediately after you hit a creature. Uh, you can spend a superior to die and grapple it as a bonus action. So you have to still use a bonus action to grapple. So use a bonus one. Yeah. Um, and then you add a superior to die to your strength for that grapple. So it gives you a little extra help in grappling. So, interesting point of order here. One of the main uh, benefits of grappling, I think, comes from opportunity attack when people are trying to run away. But this is only on your turn. Um, so you could, like, hit them, do all the damage, and then just, like, get a free attack, essentially, if you're trying to grapple them. Um, it's pretty sweet if you're trying to build a fighter grappler. Because you just, like, get a free attack, essentially. Right. Like, right. one of your attacks was going to be replaced by trying to grapple them anyway. So now it's like as a bonus action, you just get a free attack. So if you're trying to build a grappler, this is like the best battle mover for you. Cool. If you're not, then you just don't do this. <laughs> you just don't. You just don't do it. All right. The next one's the lunging attack. When you make a weapon attack on your turn, you can spend a severe already die to increase your reach by five feet. If you hit, you add a spirit to that tax damage roll. Yeah, I don't know about this one. It's almost no, never comes up. Like, yeah, I don't love in, this one. I, I think this is lame. In reality, it's always yeah. not all, They don't all have to be hitters. So. They don't all have to. <laughs> oh no, one. Yeah, just one not out of good. twenty that I don't want to use ever. All right, great. Uh, this is the one that we talked about before. Or the best alluded one. to before the maneuvering attack. This is another one I took on my character and I used it. Even when I, I thought I'd use more of the other ones, I used this one almost. It, every it's time. it's this is the best one. Because it comes up every... It you just can use up. it every single time. Yeah. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can spend a superiority die to maneuver one of your comrades into a more advantageous position. 
you add a superiority dice to the attack's damage roll and choose a friendly creature you can see or hear, which is going to be you, could be anyone. Uh, that creature then uses the reaction, so it still uses some of the action to come. Yep, some, uses some of it. Uh, which is a reaction. And they get to move half their speed without provoking opportunity attacks. From the target from of your, your target. target. Which, yeah, yeah, which is why I mentioned, like, in a group of five, yeah, maybe the evasive footwork helps a little more if you were going to take five opportunity attacks. But this, you would take this one nine out of ten other times. But you, the one thing you're worried about this is it, getting the opportunity attack. It's, this one is, it's the best one. You take Also, this, this allows you to move someone else, which is... Yeah, it's, it's, it's so powerful. how much that comes up. Like, you go first. Let's say you go first. Or, you know, you go before anybody else. And they're like, well, I'm like 40 feet away from this person. I would be at 30. Right. So, oh, I don't want to use my whole action to dash. It's like, well, to get up there. Yep. I'm going to run 30 feet, attack this, like, ad, like, attack this goblin for this goblin lord. Yep. Be like, oh, you can, your paladin, like, oh, you can move half your moon speed, 15 feet. To go up to the, the demon lord. That makes or breaks the whole turn cycle, right? Like, it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. And you get to decide to use this, like, before you, or only after you hit them. So, yes. it auto-works 100% of the time. It's not like, yeah. oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cast a staring strike and then try to hit him. Like, oh, I missed. Like, I still have <laughs> a staring yeah, strike for next well, turn, I'm but I missed. It's just like, I hit him. Hey, I'm going to move you half your movement speed. And the guy's like, oh, I'm a monk? I have 50 movement speed. <laughs> I move 25 feet. <laughs> right, right, right. It's crazy. Um, it works a lot like Bane Switch, even if you're not near them. Like, right. you just be like, hey, I'm going to uh, use my bow to shoot at the target. Maneuvering attack, the wizard, get, get the F out of there. Right. Um, this one's really good. You use it all the time. Use, use it all the time. time. I use it all the time, and I, even though I didn't think I, I knew like it would be useful, right? I I took it for me because I knew like yeah, I you want love to get battlefield like design. movement tactics. I do. I love it. All right, I took it because I wanted a way to get out from taking. I didn't want to take opportunity attacks. Yeah, I always get myself in rough situations, and I wanted a way to like yeah back up when I had to. Um, and and I just found myself using it for all the scenarios we laid out, where I was yeah. like, "Oh, you go there, you go there." You're Jesus, like, this "Oh, is great. you can just, like, hey, you can just get anything. here." Yeah, it's like, yeah. "Oh, okay." And now this one really makes you feel like the battle master, where you are just like you're like, just yeah. taking the pe- taking the chess pieces and moving them around. It's um, it's so it's helpful. incredible. It's incredible. It was like the most useful thing I could do in combat, other than like my sp- I would you know obviously concentrate on one of my spells, right? Fairy fire or something. Some of the things, yeah, and yeah, so. Maneuvering attack, probably one of the best. I would almost say always take it. It just feels so good to use as well. The menacing attack is the next one. You spend a superiority die to frighten the target. So you add a damage to the roll and you wisdom save and they're frightened. Super base level. I get it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It does what you think it does. It's fine. Nothing, yeah. Nothing crazy. There's a lot of um, a lot of monsters are immune to frightened. Yeah, so it's not overly useful here. Uh, parry. Whenever they make a melee attack against you, you have to use reactions. So this is another one that uses the economy there a little bit. You spend the superior die, and you get to reduce the number of damage uh, equal to that plus your dex mod. So a little extra, little extra there. Yeah, if you're any sort, if you're multiclassing into this, and you're any sort of spellcaster like arcane trickster or blade singer, 
this is probably one you want to take because reducing damage counts towards like if you get hit and make concentration checks. This is super useful. Only only issue is the the reliance on your dex mod there a little bit, right? Yeah. To to reduce some of the damage, but other than that, yeah. Precision attack is the next one. You spend the superior to die. You have to make before or after the attack roll, but before any of the uh, effects of the attack are applied. You get to add this to your attack roll. Not I got damage. it. And not the damage. Yeah, I was like confused. I was like, wait, isn't that just like what every other one? I know. Yeah, it's. It, <laughs> I, I literally every single time I'm like, should it be battle master? Like, wait, what is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is just like you want to hit something. And you, this this is one of the only ones you can use pre it hitting. Yeah, most yeah. of them rely on you hitting the creature. This one's like I need to hit it. Yeah, I First need absolutely need to hit this creature, so yeah. I'm going to use this one. And yeah. it, and and this is like one of those things though where it like seems ridiculous that it doesn't take a bonus action. You know what I mean? I know, like you call the do... other one before that gave you advantage though. Advantage is probably better than advantage is better. Um, yeah, because. You can't use more than ones. You can't do precision attack and then maneuvering attack. But like, right. man, like you're. But yeah, but you did not have to do anything to get this. You're just like I'm gonna roll D eight extra attack. Yeah. Like, like and I'm, super good with a character using like great weapon masters. I like know sharpshooter. You know, or sharpshooter. Like exactly. Man, I can make it hit hard. Like that's what I'm a bard guaranteed to hit. That's what a bard's wow. whole subclass is. It's like, hey, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna use my bonus action to give you a da to help you hit them. I'm just like, right. I'm good. I'm gonna and, use and, da. And also, anyway, this is one of those ones where, like, yes, we said advantage is better, but think about it. There's a lot of scenarios where you already were given advantage for a certain yeah, something. yeah. It has fairy fire. You're up, invisible. Or fairy like, fire. Or, flanking, yeah, there's a lot of scenarios where you already were given. They reckless attacked or something. Exactly. So you already have advantage, and now you're just like, well, now I can just like basically guarantee the hit. Like, yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It it's it it is. This is where you start accumulating things. Where you're just like, this is this is kind of nuts. This yeah. is kind of nuts. Uh, pushing attack. This is what kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> you're gonna add the damage like usual. It makes the strength save, and if they fail, you get to push it up to 15 feet away from you, which is pretty far. That's, That's pretty one far. of the farthest like movement. Yeah, I think shove is what like five or ten feet. So, yeah, so it's just five. But yeah, does that one also put him prone to maybe? Or I don't think it knocks him prone. No, okay. And this one doesn't either. By the way, this mm-hmm. is just like a straight 15 feet movement. Still, yeah. it's one of the most movement you've seen. Quick toss as a bonus action. You can spend on superiority die and make a ranged attack with a weapon with a thrown property. Uh, if you hit, you'll add the superiority die to the weapon's damage roll. This is an interesting one. I, I feel like a lot of things allow you to do this anyway, so this feels a little odd to be put in. Uh, yeah, like, you can just. I feel like there's a lot of times that. a DM will kind of, you know what I mean, like, let you do that. Like, uh, I guess with this, you get to add the damage, but like. I don't know. Is that what we're looking for here? Or are we yeah. Just trying to throw so, something real quick. <laughs> I think rules as written offhand thrown weapons don't add your dex to the attack roll unless. Right. But this one it would let you do that. So you yeah. get to add your like your proficiency bonus and like your. It's just like making a bonus action attack with a thrown weapon. Um. So, but like. Yeah. You can just take a minus three when you're level six and just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't yeah. need to do this. So quick toss. It's a very funny named. <laughs> I mean, quick toss. Pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
this is what I initially took and immediately got rid of because I just never used it. Uh, rally on your turn. You can use a bonus action. You expend a superiority die. You choose a friendly creature who can see or hear you and may gain temporary hit points equal to the superiority die plus your charisma mod. That just doesn't do enough. It should be like all your companions maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This it is, just this doesn't do what you need it to. Especially if you're a fighter, like you take this, maybe if you're a fighter and you're like, I also have plus three charisma. And it's, this is, this is, um, well, I was a bard, right? Word. So I had a million charisma. Yeah. Right? Like, so I thought this was going to be good and it still did not do enough. Yeah. I think because you also, also had used the bonus action and bonus actions were so important for bards because you had healing yeah. word and, yeah. and my inspiration, uh, inspiration, break inspiration. So it was just like, eh, not, not super great. I could see this being useful if you're not, if you don't have anything else to do with your bonus action. Yeah, be but like, I don't know. Yeah, use your sure. superiority dice on this, though. Yeah, you'd rather we, just, like, you'd maneuver it Think that. about how many broken things we were outlaying, and then you're like, oh, am I really going to yeah. give someone five hit points? Yeah, you're no. absolutely right. Like, you could just roll no. two and just be like, okay, yeah, like, I, no I have way. a zero no charisma way. as you get two temp yeah, hit even points. If you max, even if you give the max amount, right? Even if you and then the dragon is like, I deal 50 really? points of fire. Yeah, damage. am I really going <laughs> to give him 10 hit points right now? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, yeah. Uh, Riposte is the next one. Riposte. You have to use re action for this, your post. Uh, uh, to make a melee weapon against a creature, uh, if you hit, you add the superiority to the roll. So you use your reaction if a creature misses with their melee to attack against you. So like the opposite of parry. Yeah, this time opposite of parry. Hitting, you reduce them, they missed, and you dealt damage back. This is the most, like, win more battle maneuver <laughs> in the world. But I like this one. I, I like this one in there. I, I love... I, especially the ones that allow you to use your re reactions in cool ways. Yeah, this, this cool. you usually decide between this or Brace, because right, they both right, use your reaction, yeah. and you get to make a full attack, which is pretty nice. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Brace is the one, again, they, if they move within reach of you, this is just that they miss. Yeah, and Repost, you're, you're going to use it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to sure. miss you at some point. Yeah, and you just be sure. like, oh, yeah, full, full other attack. So yeah, oh, I'll, I'll use it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Full other attack with the extra damage. I mean, with the extra the, damage. That's pretty nice. Whatever damage you want. Uh, sweeping attack. You expend a superiority die to attempt to damage another creature with the same attack. So you can try, you know, choose two creatures. They have to be within five feet and within your reach. So they got to be close together. But dealing two, two damage instances of damage is pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. Pretty good. It's all right. Just to hit him twice. It's pretty good. Uh, tactical assessment. I said I like these and I still like this one as well. This one. Same this kind one's... of thing where... A little bit better, you think? or I, I think it's a little bit better. Okay, this one gives you investigation, history, and insight checks with uh, the Superior Yoda die. Why do you say this one's better? Just because of insight and investigations? I, I think... Uh, I mean, eh, maybe not. Maybe. I wouldn't say it's any better than the other one. I, especially because... Yeah, you're probably right. Much, like. Yeah, persuasion... I think, yeah. I, I think I value insight a little higher than most people. Right. Um... Yeah, I, I actually I think you're right. I think it's about pretty much the same. I think persuasion goes up more and more, but I still think yeah, you're right. Probably both of these maybe don't get chosen as much as they might. Yeah, the, you in my hyper optimized character that had Battlemaster, I chose tactical assessment. So it's like and that, 
I would think you're definitely fair. I think anyone should. Like, I, no, Be- no reason because not. think about it, tactical assessment or commanding presence. The fact that these give you a bonus that's so much higher than any proficiency you can just be given. You yeah, know what I mean, like, it, like you, just, you, you can, roll high on these uh, rolls, and you, you can, can be the best four, investigator there is in yeah, the party. Like. Four <laughs> times, and so also I chose tactical assessment because I was a also a battle singer, so my intelligence was like. 20 um and um and also when you're using tactical assessment or commanding presence you're not in combat so you're going to take a short rest before combat anyway so these are free essentially free like (laughs) you get to use this one like yeah that's what i love about them the most is that uh, they just give you so much flexibility at when you're not in combat i almost feel like each one of these things are super i would take both and I just want to be good in both. Yeah, you you're take, going to be good in combat. You got plenty of ways to go in combat. You take still, both so. of these, and you take maneuvering attack, and like I don't know, repose, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, we're good. good. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We're sweet here. Uh, and then finally, trip attack. We made it to the last one. When you hit with a weapon attack, you can attempt to knock them down. Here's your prone one. You add superiority die to the attack's damage roll. If they're large or smaller, they make a strength save, and they get knocked prone. Pretty useful. Getting them knocked prone is pretty good. If, it's pretty if, good. If it is in your favor, this could be way more overvalued. <laughs> yeah, because you can like knock them prone with the first attack, and then you have advantage on all your other ones. Yeah. Um, this is pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet, yep. and it's also it feels I don't know why, but it feels way cooler when you're arranged. Just be like, <laughs> yeah. I shoot him in the foot, yeah, knocks the foot under, falls prone, they're like, suckers, even though now you have disadvantage on them. That's very true, actually, yeah. I think that kind of comes up more, where it, or it's more impactful, rather. Uh, but that's the Battlemaster class. Uh, I, I don't, it's hard to describe to you, just by reading off all these maneuvers, how good this class actually plays out. You know, you just see all read all these things individually, and you're like, okay, fine. Then that's what they okay, get. I get a Whatever. D8. And yeah. they can only do it four times. That doesn't make them. Doesn't good. scale but it up. It really does. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. Each one of these abilities feels like a utility spell on top of just you being a fighter and attacking three times. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, remember, these are martial classes. We, like, they're so close to spells on their own, and these are martial classes. So the fact that they're able to do this stuff is, is pretty wild. It's. You, you have to see it to believe it. This is one of those classes where you're just like, just just wait for an experienced player, and he'll walk into your campaign as a battle master, and you're going to go, wait, you're allowed to do that this turn? Oh, Why? yeah. And, like, <laughs> you can only do one per attack, but and that's that's not one per attack action. So if you're level <laughs> you do three times, you can do three maneuvering attacks. Yeah. So you can go like yeah, I the, run the way that this pairs with the action surge that they naturally already got the level before. Yeah, you can move wild. like three hundred feet. It's insane it's, if you have a longbow. It's great. You can just do wild things with these, and yeah. if this is like clearly, and none of it uses the action economy, which is why there, there's one that's coming up that I think is like probably better. But like the fact that this doesn't use action economy makes this just like. Levels above. Yeah. But finally, that's it for the Battle Master. We, uh, this is what? This, this is S tier. I mean, yeah, S tier. Yeah, this is the best one. Everyone knows it. Yeah. It's just the best fighter. Um, 
But, and that's not to say, like, I don't think, like, keep everyone away from it. I think it's fine. No, yeah, there's some classes that are just, like... It's just really good. That are just, like, oh, my God, is this, like, Blade Lock? Where you're just, like, this is so good. You're, like, "Eh, do you really want to play? I don't know. It it just feels like, I don't know, very, like, passe where everyone everyone plays Blade Lock or whatever. Sure. Um, But, yeah, Battlemaster feels cool. And it doesn't. Yeah, it, it's it just, just a good, cool. solid class. It gives a lot of options, and th- you know, yeah, it's it's not busted and broken. It's just, it's just no, busted. yeah, it's not busted at all. And, and it's just so much flexibility. It just allows them to do what what yeah. they need to do, which is exactly. fine. <laughs> That's it for battle master. We'll see you in the next one. Party. Ah, uh, I use a maneuver and parry that party and create a new party. Rolling a d8, adding that. Party. God dang it. Party, <laughs> Party on! <laughs>